Hey all, welcome to our podcast from OK to KO, following our journey from an OK life to a knockout life. Every Sunday after breakfast, we'll be sitting down and having a chat and publishing it as a podcast, and we hope you enjoy. Hey, Kira. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. We've just had the longest chat about what this podcast is for after my so-called existential crisis last week. Um, but I'm good. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I think it's worth discussing. <laughs> yeah. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going to do something every week, it's worth wondering what it's for. Yeah. Right? Especially if you're going to make other people sit and listen to it. Well, yeah. I mean, we're not making anyone. But... No. I hope no one out there has been made being forced to listen to this. But yeah, well, uh, I don't want to sound whiny at all, Um, (laughs) but um, today would be the day we were supposed to be flying to Thailand, no? It would. Yeah. Um, So yeah, completely, excuse me, (laughs) completely different first quarter of the year. Yeah. Q1. Yeah, exactly. But definitely can't complain because we're in this wonderful place in Bristol. Bristol in the UK. Anyone that hasn't been to the UK, Bristol is probably, would you say, the coolest city in the UK in terms well, of reputation? I remember coming to Bristol years ago. I yeah. think it was nearly ten, nine years ago or something. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was so cool. I just thought it seemed so creative. And I don't think I've actually been back until now. Yeah, but it's not just... In, yeah, I mean, it's a very cool city. Yeah, I, I, I haven't been here for years and years, probably a decade as well. But it's not just about... It's a very cool place to walk around, but it's not just that, is it? It's the, the famous people that Bristol has produced. Mm. I mean, Banksy, mm-hmm. for a start. Um, Porter's Head, mm-hmm. the band. Incredibly cool. Massive Attack? Massive Attack, mm. even bigger. Um, it's amazingly cool people. Like, if you're into dance music and stuff like that, um, dance music, <laughs> like electronic music, like um, NYTAs from Bristol, um, loads of dubstep DJs are from Bristol. Like, it's huge, man. This, kind of, this uh, city's amazing for that sort of stuff. So, and it's graffiti. 100%, yeah. So it's cool to be here. And we're in this really nice uh, place where we're staying at. So, yeah. It's nice to be here. Yeah, definitely. So this is our little kind of um, chill out before we get back into it <laughs> in the new year, um, just to have a little break. But yeah, it's kind of interesting because obviously last week, which is kind of what kicked off this whole What's the, the Podcast about chat, um, we were talking about Thailand. Yeah. Um, but what has been interesting is how we've kind of adapted our plans and like though our future reality, like our near future reality in our minds. And I think we both um, quickly shuffled over to being like, oh, okay, that's not what we're doing anymore. We're doing this now. And this is how we're going to maximise that. And this yeah. is what we're going to do to like, really, actually, we couldn't have done that if we were there. We're going to be able to do this instead. So we've done a kind of a lot of like mental reshuffling. And I think we're both feeling really good. Definitely, About yeah. having the, uh, the beginning of the year in the UK. Yeah, and I can't tell her that's just because we've become better at like being adaptable and looking forward, looking on the bright side, or if because actually this is a really good option, or if it's a bit I think of both. It's both. Yeah. Um, before we go any further, we should say Merry Christmas to everyone. Oh, Merry Christmas. Um, I hope you had an amazing, amazing Christmas and holiday period. 
I think ours was pretty good, huh? Mm-hmm. If, if it, we were doing a bit, we were working a bit too much. We were supposed to stop working on like the 18th of December and well, certainly you were working up until like 3 p.m. on the 24th of December. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I was doing sales calls and kickoff meetings on the 23rd. So that plan failed a little bit. And I feel like... It was also it was also definitely like on Christmas Eve. It was like, wake up, laptop on, go. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't just a little bit of work. It was a lot. I feel like... Um, we would feel more relaxed now. Like, I feel like I'm relaxing into it today. Mm. Um, but I feel like we'd feel more relaxed now if we had been more relaxed last week, obviously. Yeah, but right? it's, it is nice, you know, it takes a couple of days and you do start to unwind it. It's nice to be hitting that spot of, like, yeah. feeling your muscles relax. It's that, isn't it? And not, yeah. and not be, like, constantly checking your phone or checking the time or all stuff like that. So, um, yeah. But yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. We had a lovely Christmas, though, didn't we? We did. Yeah. And it was so nice to be able to be with people. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I, still, you know, I think for a lot of people, a bit of a funny one, because obviously, um, well, in the UK, a, a big increase of COVID cases because of the new variant. Omicron. Mm-hmm. But well, I, it's, it's interesting because in, in the UK right now, there are four countries that make up the UK, England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. England is the only of the four countries that doesn't have new COVID measures in place from yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and England is also the, for one of the four countries that has by far the most COVID cases. So... <laughs> make of that what um, you will. Yeah, exactly. Make of that what you will. So, but I think the variant is uh, supposedly less dangerous. It looks... It looks Quite substantially less dangerous, yeah. but the problem is it's much more transmissible. So, uh-huh. uh, like one of our friends was saying the other day, yes, it's less dangerous, but because of the amount of cases, even if that percentage of hospitalizations is lower, there's still a lot of hospitalizations happening. But yeah. Anyway, we wait. We see. It was nice. There was no restrictions over Christmas. People were allowed to see everyone, sort of without breaking any rules whatsoever. Um, and yeah, we're here now. And it's. Really, really yeah, chill, no, really, really nice. it was a lovely nice. Christmas and it was so nice to see everybody. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that we've kind of been chatting about, I guess because we both felt quite tired in the lead up to Christmas, um, is, again, a subject that we've mentioned quite a few times before, but having a better balance. And not just as in, like, work-life balance, but a balance of also prioritising, like, our well-being, our health, mm. our, yeah, our fitness, our um, curiosity and inspiration or creativity. But I think we both feel like we've neglected certain aspects of looking after ourselves. Oh, definitely. And now it's kind of come to the end of the year where, like, we really need to make some changes. Mm. <laughs> because it's just, you can kind of feel... You just don't... I don't think either of us feel our top at... Well, no. at not even close. Definitely not. <laughs> the interesting thing, I, and I completely agree with that, the interesting thing is, like, the quality of work that we've put out has been pretty consistent the whole time. So it's quite interesting now. It's actually dangerous to be at a stage where we can keep up the quality of the work and still feel so drained because... In that way, if, if the quality of the work dipped off, you'd have to take a break, right? you'd have to feel better. But it doesn't necessarily. So that's actually quite dangerous. But um, 
Yeah. I mean, I had this, the whole Thailand thing sort of made me look at everything a little bit differently because our thinking was, right, we need a break. Great, let's go to Thailand, let's have three weeks at least before we start working in the sun and then we'll feel refreshed. And no doubt we would, right? It's great, the sun's pretty good for that and the beach is almost the best place you can be for that. Mm-hmm. The problem is it can't be the case that we are always in a situation where we build up our tiredness, then we release it with a break, and then we build it up again and release it, because that's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. And what this cancellation or this change of plans has made us think is like, okay, no, so we need a more robust plan than that. We need to basically be, every Monday, feeling our best. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think the answer there is like, and I know we've probably said this so many damn times in this podcast, but... That's what the podcast is for, so we can repeat ourselves and remember our own advice. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> that's the meaning of the podcast. Um, it's just good habits, good routine and good habits. Mm-hmm. Um, not just falling in, collapsing into work every morning. Because that's literally what was happening last week. It's very difficult as well when you wake up and you remember you've got, like, oh, I need to get this, this and this and this done. You don't really have to, you can still sit down, you just grab your laptop and you're being productive yeah. and you're getting things done and it's very difficult to resist that. When you've, one, you're feeling you're being productive, you're kind of a bit sleepy, so your body's still being quite lazy, but your mind's working. Mm-hmm. And also you do need to get the stuff done. It's hard to be like, oh no, I'm going to do my morning routine and then yeah, come yeah, to the yeah. work. And I think we both need to be more disciplined in that because you think, oh, well, it's work, so I can't, it's not a bad thing that mm-hmm. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. But actually, consistently, first thing in the morning, just opening your laptop and staring at this bright screen, and that's the, what you do for the rest of the day, is just not good for you. It's terrible. Your body doesn't feel good afterwards. My body doesn't feel good afterwards anyway. Um, and it's one of those things that I know... But I have to be more disciplined in doing that, in keeping that space in the morning. Because also, I'm just getting... I mean, we're not that old. We're both early 30s. But I feel... I'm feeling like my body's changing and I'm feeling, like, not the same as, like, in my 20s, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't... It's not a huge change or anything. It's just... I, I feel like if I don't start really looking after my body now... Yeah. That the... I could either kind of stay the same and feeling fairly youthful or it could just go the other direction and that rift could become quite big mm-hmm. and a bigger bridge to gap. Yeah. I feel like I need to really start making, like putting that first in a way that I didn't have to when I was younger. Definitely. As much. And so that's why I think it's like really on my mind. That's for sure. I mean, look, it's like we find it hard to keep in shape in our... I would, by the way, I've got to say it. Uh, I'm probably nearer mid-30s than early 30s, but thanks anyway. Um, you're definitely early 30s. Um, if, yeah, if we find it hard now, then, you know, check out how hard we're going to find it in five or ten years. That's the truth. Exactly. Um, but actually, I think there's something... I, I, I completely agree with that, but there's also a deeper level to this, and it's about the signals and the messages we send ourselves. Mm. And so... You know, there's lots of studies about this, like studies of like if you don't, people that don't look at their, at their phone in the first hour of being awake and people that do in terms of the perspective and things they have is much different. Mm-hmm. If you think about the message you're sending yourself, these are two scenarios. Scenario A, 
you wake up, you reach over, grab your laptop, open it, you start tapping away at emails. Scenario B, you wake up maybe an hour earlier, um, you go work out, you go sit and read, you have a coffee and you meditate or something like that. Now, what messages are those two scenarios sending you? Yourself, messages you're sending yourself. In scenario A, you're saying, don't worry about your, your own well-being, worry about the work, worry about what everyone else wants of you, worry about what you have to do for everyone else. And scenario B saying, no, the most important thing is me and my well-being and my time. And which, which person is going to enter the day in a better headspace? Yeah, and also that person, scenario B, of looking after your own well-being, like, let's say you do have lots of things to do for other people and you do have lots of tasks you need yeah. to do and, you, you know, you have a certain audience you're serving and you want to, like... Which everyone does, especially in our world. Meet those expectations. You're going to be better um, able to do those things if you are serving yourself. Yeah, if you're not serving yourself, then after a while, you kind of start to feel a bit useless. I I say you and I keep saying I because I don't want to kind of talk for how everyone else feels. But I think after a while of kind of putting your... There can be like a little period of time when you do that and you go, oh, I can just jump into work straight away and you're fine. Absolutely. But then after doing that, like cumulatively, suddenly that starts to gradually change. And mm. you're like, why do I feel so <laughs> bad? And yeah. why can't I think clearly? And why do all these tasks seem like that? I can't even sift through them properly? So then the way you're serving other people starts to become affected by it. Yeah. Whereas if you are clear minded, feeling fit, able, focused, um, happy, then the work becomes more of a joy and you're better at it. Mm-hmm. It's a bit like, this is probably a very silly analogy, but you know when the plain oxygen masks. <laughs> no, it's exactly like, it's a good analogy. It's a good, it's a good analogy, yeah. But you have to put your own mask on before you should put someone else's yeah, yeah, on yeah. because otherwise you're not fit it's to great, help anybody. It's a great anybody. analogy, yeah. yeah. If you look after yourself, you're able to look after others. I think that's true. I think that's, def- that's definitely true. Um, there's no, yeah, that's exactly the point. But like, I just can't believe like, and it, this is about, we're playing, we're playing a bit of like, point. sorry, sorry, background. Kira just, just finished her tea she in case you didn't know. Setting the mood. I think she wanted everyone else to know. Making it feel cosy. You're making it sound like a, a, a West London calf. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, um, so, no, the thing, the thing with that is like, I think this comes down to worthiness as well. Because if you believe that you are, if you nurture yourself, I, the only reason I know this is because of times when I have been more disciplined with my routines and stuff. Mm. You nurture yourself, you begin to feel more worthy, and, the more, and therefore you be, feel more confident, more assured, and the more confident and assured, especially in being a coach, you know, that helps, right? And it, it means you're better at serving others. And I just think the, the message of worthiness that we send ourselves when we don't look after ourselves is damaging. Mm. And I don't think we pay much attention to that. I don't think we see, we see the physical effects. Like we're more tired, we're more drained, we're not in as good a shape. <laughs> uh, we're not in as good a shape. But do Ollie we... was just laughing because of how hunched over the table I was. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not any better, really. Um, but we, do we see the, the effect of the 
the subconscious thing, the unconscious messages we're sending each other about, or ourselves about how worthy we are. And is that, is that displaying in, in like lack of confidence in important moments? Is that displaying in sales calls, for example? Is it displaying in coaching calls? Mm. I don't know the answer, but I'm my sure guess is, is, I'm sure it is. It doesn't yeah. hide anywhere, right? And I think it also shows in your physicality. Yeah, yeah. I think the two are very linked. Yeah. You I know, just the true. way you hold, hold yourself if you're feeling exhausted versus when you're feeling fully energised mm-hmm. is different. Definitely. Um, There's also, also this perspective thing, which is why, you know, for us, travelling is really important, right? It's one of the biggest, the big things, I think, for both of us is the perspective it gives us. Um, but if you have that hour or two hours before and you go and you work out and you read a book and, or you listen to a podcast or you meditate or whatever... You come into the day with a different perspective. It's also inner validation. I think when you're looking to a screen first thing, you're, it's communication beyond yourself. Either it's work, which mm-hmm. usually there's, you're feeling like you, work comes first, or there's communication involved in that as well, or it's social media, which is all about other people's thoughts mm. and what they're putting out there. So you're kind of listening to everybody else before mm. you're listening to yourself. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's where that worthiness comes from, is when you do spend a bit of time. Um, we've both had bits of time when we've done that at different mm-hmm. moments. When you spend a bit of time by yourself, not looking to all the like external noise, and you're just with yourself in the morning, maybe reading, maybe meditating, whatever it is you want to do, a um, bit of exercise, then... There's a confidence that comes from spending time with yourself and the thoughts that emerge when there's not noise filling the space in your head. 100%. That gives you clarity, that gives you perspective and that inner validation rather than external validation makes you back yourself Mm -hmm. and back your decisions so you become a better decision maker because external validation is very hard. Like when that's the um, overriding thing that you're focused on, so hard to make a decision. (laughs) Mm. it's also it's also impossible it's like um external validation is like a never-ending treadmill because it's the second you get the external validation from one level of the external realm you want it from the slightly higher level of the external realm and but also there's so many different like psyches externally that's what i mean yeah that you can't be externally validated by everyone yeah and the second but you think you want external validation from this group over here and then the you're second like you get it you want it from someone of another group and then yeah but also i'm saying on top of that even yeah. if you do get it then someone else might be like oh no i don't like that yeah true, and then true, you're true. like oh no but and then that's when decision making becomes so hard because you're then trying to like compromise and mediate and this is all on a subconscious level right mm. but you're like oh but what about this or should i i mean i do this i think a lot mm-hmm um, whereas if you're just having internal, if you spend more time with yourself, I think the decisions come from you yeah. rather than purely external. Obviously, it's important to take another people's perspectives and point of view, but it's also very important to be in tune with your inner voice. Yeah, definitely. So I was going to, I was going to ask you, um, uh, so what are you going to, like, how are you going to manage this? But I actually don't think that's, I think that's not as good a question as this because, you know, the truth is, this year's been pretty good. Like, we're pretty happy with progress and, like, we've made some good decisions. We've come a long way, especially since, like, if you compare this to 12 months ago, for sure. But one of the big things we have failed on, 
is looking after ourselves and prioritizing mm. our health and stuff like that. So the question is why? Mm. Why do you, why do you think okay. we have? Okay, well, I think one of the things for me is a difficulty focusing on more than one thing at, at once. Mm-hmm. I've, you've seen me struggle with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not very good at juggling many balls. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like now I'm kind of getting more of a system in what I'm doing that's freeing up brain space okay. to hopefully stack on new habits. Whereas before, I think I found it hard to keep a few things going on consistently at once. Yeah. I think that's a... big one for me I think my brain was a lot messier (laughs) (laughs) like um my thoughts were a lot more I think I had a lot less clarity Mm -hmm. before and slowly I'm getting a bit more you know sometimes it's better than other times it's definitely not a straight line yeah but um also I think I mentioned this before I've got OCD that's definitely gotten in the way of me um you know in terms of like sometimes doing the things that I want to do yeah and I think that's also getting better. So that should hopefully help with that as well. But I think, yeah, I feel like I've said this to you before. I feel like this last year was kind of figuring out how to do things and can we even do things? And now we're kind of like, I, you know, getting a system together now, systemizing everything a bit more now, aren't we? Mm-hmm. And I think that is now making space for like, okay, we know what we're doing. Now we need to optimize and that's within the business, but also personally, mm-hmm. not just like a, ah, can we make this work? Which I think was a little bit. Yeah. What, um, this last year, obviously it was a risk. It was completely unknown. Now we know it a bit more. I think hopefully there's more headspace to also prioritize the other things. And also to be honest, like having this conversation come up again and again and again, and I know it seems futile and like, well, we'll do something about it. But I also am hoping and feel like maybe this is part of the journey, having this conversation again and again and again until that change happens. Um, and we probably will keep coming yeah, back yeah. to it until it happens. But it sometimes things are just hard to change your habits yeah. with. And we definitely, I think also just not feeling great is a good uh, kickstarter. <laughs> definitely. But I'm I'm confused because... I um, have had periods in the past, especially when I worked for other people, when uh, I was really disciplined, like looked at going to the gym a lot, waking up early a lot, having a decent morning routine. And I always thought, like, when I work for myself, I'll be even better at this stuff. And I've been much worse. And I kind of want, like, why? Like, apart from being busier and having more stuff to do, obviously, there's no real reason. One of the, the only thing I can think is, like, we spent... We've only spent basically... We lived in our place in Leicester until the end of May. And then basically the whole rest of the year we were away, right, in different places. And I think I haven't got to the point yet where the first thing, like really, for me, the gym's important, right? That's a big part of the routine because I'd need somewhere to go. Next time we go somewhere, it's like locate a gym immediately and just pay whatever it costs to get that routine going again, I think. Yeah, I think... That hasn't been our priority, if we're honest yeah, with ourselves. That. If we've moved to a new place, it's been like, okay, let's make sure everything's working, the, the business is going. We've had nice... We haven't, it hasn't just been solid work. We, have, we go on walks, we have mm. a nice time as well. But in terms of those routines, in terms of like 
health and fitness and well-being, we just haven't prioritised them. Yeah. Because we thought other things, that's probably what it comes down to, is we've decided subconsciously or consciously that these other things are more important. And also, I think having we a space to do things and maybe what we could do is like make a bit more effort for that so in Leicester that would be easier to have a space for like okay this is where I'm going to work out you know and yeah yeah have that set up when you don't have when it's not obvious it's like the um, in Atomic Habits what does he say make it obvious make it fun make and it easy. easy yeah and if it's not obvious like if it's not easy and right in front of you mm-hmm then you're not going to do it. Mm. So thing like, if you want to drink more water, like have a big water thing. 100%. Easy, you only have to fill it at once, it's right in front of you. I did that. In, in, and it's trackable as well. You can see how much you've drank, which helps. Yeah, I've measuring. Got, and I haven't taken that away with me, but I had that in Leicester. Yeah. And I was drinking so much more water. Yeah. And I was like, because it's so easy. And, it's, yeah. and the bottle's right next to me all day. I don't have to fill it up again. Um. And we haven't been doing that because when we're in new space, it's like, oh, well, I don't know where I'd work out here. Yeah. Or I don't know, you know, it's some, it, you're staying in an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. There's not like a, an empty space for you to work out. You don't really yeah. want to be moving furniture around and stuff. So I think, um, I think especially when we're trying to formulate a new habit, that is probably very important. You're right, a priority. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a really good point. People always say you don't have time. It's not true. It just means you're not prioritising that thing. It's like if um, people say they're really busy, especially if you're in the UK, say, in the middle of winter, and then your boiler breaks and you have to sink. Someone says to you, look, you know, to fix this boiler, to arrange the person to come out, to supervise them, make, you have to sink. At least you need to find six hours in your week. Are you up for it? You'd say, I'd, I'd find 20 hours to get my boiler back on to get a heating going and hot water going in my house in the middle of winter in the UK, you'd find the time because hot water and heating is an absolute priority. And usually when we say I don't have time for something, really what you're saying is don't have, it's not, a, not really a massive priority for me right now. And I think, I think you nailed it basically. The reason why is because we haven't prioritised it this year. I think it's also to do with organisation though. And I guess that's what I mean about making things easy Yeah. as well. Like if you prioritise, now I need to make it easy for myself to exercise. You know, like, I think that classic thing of like put out your workout clothes the night before. Yeah, definitely. So you see them and it's in front of you because because if you're already doing a lot of things and your brain's quite full, any extra decisions you have to make if you haven't made it easy for yourself, uh, if they're not, if you're not saying that mm. super super priority, are likely to just get forgotten. But you got or, priority comes first, right? Has to. Yeah, but if you prioritize and you make those decisions you, easy to and, make. Yeah, but also then you say, you say, this is a priority, I'm going to make the time. But also then, because prior- making a priority is one thing, but then like we're all, the, the easy part comes into, into play when you really don't want to do it. But it's so easy, it's almost like not. So like, yeah, like you say, like if you say I prioritise exercise, that means I'm going to wake up at six o'clock and go to the gym. Well, guaranteed you wake up at six o'clock, you're not going to want to get up. But if you, like you said, you put your clothes out yeah. and your bag ready to go, then it's Exactly. Do, yeah. So when you prioritise, then maybe the first thing you do is make it easy for yeah, yourself. exactly. But we're not even making it easy for ourselves because we're not prioritising it. The first step is not getting up at six. It's making it easy to get up at six. And also meaning, yeah, making it a priority to do so. Yeah, yeah. sorry. I mean, after prioritising. Yeah. When you prioritise, then you go, how do I make it easy for myself? Yeah, exactly. Then? 
Um, and that, so saying if you're, if you're not making it easy, if you're not being organized about it, anything yeah. that therefore you haven't prioritized and made easy for yourself, if you're thinking, oh, I should do that, but oh gosh, I, I don't even know where my gym clothes are and all my workout clothes are and I've got to do this other thing. Like it's so easy to just drop or overlook them. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, oh, well, there's already a yoga mat on the floor yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my clothes are right next to it. Mm. I can, I really don't even have to think. And a lot of it comes down to decision fatigue. Definitely. Well, I tell you, so I've taken that step. Mm. So I already signed up to a new gym in Leicester. And there's two things which make this gym very, very easy. One is it's 24 hours. Mm -hmm. So I never have the excuse that it's closed, ever. Um, And two is it's right in between the office and and our flat. So it's always easy to get to. And three is I made sure my membership started on the 1st of January. So the second we're back there, I can start using it and start going. And I think that's massive, massive part of starting this. Because if we got back to lessons, like, okay, fine, I need to find a gym, I need to do that. By the time it's like the 10th of January, we might have got it organised and then mm. you start doing it. Yeah. And but I yeah. think for me, uh, one of the things which we kind of touched on at the beginning of the podcast is how we've reshuffled things in our minds and things we're going to do now that we're going to be in the UK. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we we'll want to do is just spend not just a little bit of time making our flat oh, yeah. um, nicer and kind of all those to-do things that we've been talking about for ages, yeah. get those done. And so for me, I think that will, one, make for me a priority is having a space that's really, really tidy to clear, sorry, easy to clear up and tidy. Mm-hmm. And and like a place for everything, which for me also includes like a yoga mat and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so I think for me, it will be having a really easy space that I can work out because I prefer working out like doing yoga and things and to go into the gym. I sometimes come to the gym with you, but it's not like my favourite yeah. of the things to do. So I think having it like a kind of system in the home and everything being a lot tidier, because whenever the place is a mess, I'm like, I'm not working out in here. <laughs> like It just yeah, feels course, so chaotic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but having a space that for me all really ties in together, having um, living in a space that really serves you to relax to work when you need to, to be fit and healthy, Mm -hmm. to cook healthily. I want a place that serves all of those things that we've been neglecting. Yeah. So that's what, and and basically in in tidying the flat or making it easy to tidy, sorting it out, we're going to, on top of that, be making our habits easier because we'll be making the things obvious. Everything's going to be so organised that it'll be easy to start these habits. True. So that's our, both of our plans, I guess. Yeah, definitely. And like the whole, the whole point of this is to mean that like by this time next year, it's not like, oh, we must go to some desert island just to get refreshed again because we will have achieved a lot of stuff, but also feel equally strong, equally healthy because we've taken care to really look after ourselves throughout the year. And I think if we're honest with ourselves, I think part of our KO vision is being able to have flexibility geographically and, you know, to earn well and be uh, doing something that we love. But it's also to be fit and healthy and in, like, peak True. mental and physical 
health, like, I think that it's it's about we're trying to maximise whatever we can about ourselves. That's a great point, because if we managed, if we made it to be, like, um, you know, completely financially free and location free, we were living in Bali and I was obese and overweight and not feeling good, the whole thing would be would have been pointless, to be honest. Because we need to feel good mentally and physically to make it worth it. Yeah, it's yeah, you're definitely right. That's a great way of putting it. Oh, it's very, very tied in. If we picture the life that we're working, we're trying to get towards or we're walking towards, it definitely includes... It's true. In the vision, in the, when, I, when I future place a vision in my mind, I'm usually wearing a slim fit shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and it usually looks pretty good. Um, yeah. That's a good point. It's and a really I think... All of this is, you know, pushing ourselves and I want to, and I forget this or I'm lazy about this or I don't know what it is, but I want to be, I'm, I'm sure most of us do, the best version of ourselves. And there's a big part that, that we've been neglecting. Yeah. So we've, that we want to kind of add that on top of, bring, bring that up to becoming a priority now. Yeah, I like it. Nice. Oof. <laughs> Did that tire you out? It did, <laughs> um, Well, that's our last podcast of 2022, oh 2021. It's not yeah. 2022 yet. It's our last podcast of 2021. So thanks for listening through a, for a whole year, guys. Um, but yeah, I hope everyone has a really, really nice New Year celebration, whatever you're doing, big or small. I think ours will be fairly low-key. Yeah. It'll still be nice, but it'll be low-key. The days are gone when we wanted to go to when we want to go to a big club and celebrate New Year's. Oof, those days have really <laughs> gone for me. <sighs> um, it's just funny how that just happens. Yeah, it's when you have, it's when you have like other things that you need to be like straight for, and like sober for. Yeah. Like if we went out and went heavy on New Year's Eve, I probably would still be picking up the pieces on like the third of January. Yeah. And I want to be like you know we want to be doing stuff on the third of January and the second. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not the first, but probably the first as well. Yeah, I want to be feeling good. Yeah. Um. And also, just it's not that excites me. It's like you mentioned something in um, I was watching one of your trainings about mindset mm. the other day, and one of the things you mentioned is. Um, when you're thinking about tasks you don't want to do, what you're doing is you're focusing on the task itself rather than the outcome, the outcome of the task. Yeah. And when you focus on the outcome, like that's usually inspiring mm-hmm. and you want to get to that. And I think if I focus on the outcome of this, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want that. Yeah, yeah I want to feel in great shape. Yeah, I want to feel full of energy. And who knows? I don't think I've ever felt in psych super super fit really um it was probably at my fittest when when I was at drama drama school. School, were, yeah. yeah we did a lot of exercise there um but that was you know you also ran a half marathon oh my gosh that was insane this is so funny because i i started off doing um that that app couch to 5k yeah and that was hard for me uh even doing that <laughs> And then we carried on to half a marathon and oh, it was amazing and did it with me and ran, like, it was like slow-mo running, wasn't That's it? That's what we're going to do. We're going to sign up to the half marathon oh, again this yeah. year. We said that, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. But um, <laughs> everyone I know, I'm pretty sure they're like, oh, yeah, it's re- you know, they thought it was going to be really hard, but then actually when they did the half marathon, it wasn't as bad as they thought it was going to be. And I was like, 
that was so hard. I was nearly crying at the end. <laughs> I was like squeezing Ollie's hands so hard and like almost hyperventilating. <laughs> <laughs> I say in no way was that easy for me. Like that took everything in that moment. Yeah. Um, but it felt amazing to set a challenge and complete it. Yeah. That was yeah, a really, yeah, yeah. really amazing feeling. Um, but yeah, the outcome, the the thought yeah. of the outcome of feeling in good shape, like that is a really huge incentive and to see how that is going to affect other yeah. aspects of our lives. Because that's what discipline is. Discipline is doing stuff. It's not doing stuff when you're like fired up and motivated. It's doing stuff when you really don't want to. No one wants to get up super early and get out of their warm bed to go to a gym. No one wants to do that. Even The Rock... <laughs> oh, I, don't know. I don't know maybe he does but i'm sure there's mornings when he's there and he's thinking yeah i mean you like do i want to do this key compart- component of his life is his discipline exactly but, th- but this is the thing that people miss like even when in periods of my life when i was getting up religiously at 6 a.m religiously for like day after day after day even after like six months i never wanted to I still didn't want to, but it was just became like, no, this is what we do. This is the standard we have. And it becomes easier, right? Because you don't question it. It becomes a little bit easier, but it doesn't ever become easy. But at the beginning, you're really questioning it. Yeah. I think also when you make up your mind about something, um, if you've ever like quit a habit or something, when you make up your mind, Mm -hmm. it's easier than if you're like, oh, should I, shouldn't I? For example, like, let's say eating only vegan in the uk mm-hmm. i only ever eat vegan and when we go away i it's i normally go to veggie yeah um and but in the uk it's so easy for me to eat vegan because it's like i don't i won't eat yeah, any yeah, dairy yeah. or eggs like it's so easy it's not an effort whereas if we went if i was abroad and i was used to eating a bit veggie and there was a vegan option of veggie i'd be like oh but which one should i go for and i'd mm-hmm. find it harder when you make the decision yeah. and you know, it's the questioning of the decision that yeah. makes it hard to stick to. True. When you fully commit, um, you just don't wait, waste like brain power on it and then it's easy. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly it. There's standards, isn't it? That's to do with standards, right? Yeah, I, th- I think it's commitment. Yeah. They're probably... That's the same thing. Linked. Yeah, it's like you commit to being holding yourself to this standard. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, so so last podcast of twenty twenty one. Happy New Year! Have everyone. a great New Year! And we'll see you very early on in twenty twenty two. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, guys! Bye. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Have a great week.